Welcome to the Anger Zone. I'm Danica Holt, a certified life coach who specializes in helping you live comfortably outside the anger zone. Hey, thank you all for your ratings and reviews. I absolutely love reading them, so thanks. And keep them coming. They really help me out, and they also help other people find this podcast so they can stop getting angry too. Thank you so much. Alrighty, today we're going to talk about the other emotion that follows anger around like a lost, lovesick puppy dog, and that is self-loathing. We experience self-loathing after we have an angry outburst. We begin to hate ourselves for the things that we say and do during a fit of anger. And y'all, self-loathing is painful and dangerous. It not only hurts us, but it also causes us to damage you know, our most important relationships, the ones that we have with the most important people in our lives. And that, in turn, leads to more self-loathing. When we get angry, instead of allowing ourselves to feel our feelings, we often do and say things that hurt other people. And then we feel ashamed, and we learn to hate ourselves. And that is so, so, so extremely painful. Last week, I told you about a time when I got angry with my son for not getting ready for bed quickly enough. And I spanked him and I yelled at him. And then I shamed myself into self-loathing. I told myself that I didn't deserve love. That I was an incompetent parent, that I was worthless, that I was terrible and bad, and that I deserved to suffer. I felt hate and disdain for myself. And that caused me so much pain and suffering. And in that pain and suffering, I engaged in self-destructive behaviors. I pulled my hair out. Y'all, like, quite literally pulled my hair out. I would slam my fists on my legs as hard as I could because I deserved to suffer. I would slam my fists on my legs until I had bruises and I would hit myself in the chest with my fists and I isolated myself from my family, from the people I love the most. Y'all, that's the power of self-loathing. It leads us to hurt ourselves and to hurt the people around us. It is dangerous. And when it becomes too much, it morphs back into anger causing the cycle to repeat again and again and again. So how do we break that cycle? What is the answer? How do we kick self-loathing to the curb? Yeah, as cheesy as it sounds, we kick it to the curb with love and compassion for ourselves and for others. Y'all, when we get angry and we do and say things that we don't like, that violate our personal moral code, we can make it mean anything we want to make it mean about us. What if it means that you're human? What if it means that you now have an opportunity to rebuild a relationship? What if it means that you have an opportunity to grow? Y'all, you get to decide what your angry outburst means about you. Nobody else decides, just you. So love is an emotion that leads us to heal and to help. And compassion leads us to kindness and understanding. Can you love yourself just as you are right now? Can you have compassion on yourself just as you are right now? And can you feel that after an angry outburst? Maybe right now you don't think that you can, but I promise you, you can. It will feel different at first, and it may feel uncomfortable because as crazy as it sounds, your brain is comfortable with shame and self-loathing, and it's comfortable with those things because those things are familiar. But y'all, you can teach it differently. 
You can train your brain to feel love and compassion and to seek understanding as to why you did that thing in the first place. I had to learn to love and accept myself after angry outbursts too, because if I hadn't, I wouldn't have been able to heal. Y'all, you can't heal until you learn to love yourself. So if you want to heal, you've got to kick this self-loathing to the curb. I had to learn and accept that I am a human being who learns by making mistakes. And not only by making mistakes, but by picking myself back up over and over and over again. So long as I live and breathe on this planet, I will have to pick myself back up over and over again. And so will you. It's a part of being human. So I had to learn to be as compassionate with myself as I am with other people. Okay. And that is something that we can learn. One of my clients, she was having a hard time loving herself because of, you know, the the choices that she had made in her life and what she was making that mean about herself. She could see clearly how other people are always worthy of love, but she couldn't quite understand how she was. She, you know, thought, oh, I've done this. I've said that I've made these terrible choices. So the way that she had lived her life, she had made that mean that she was not worthy of love. I knew she had a granddaughter, a brand new baby granddaughter. And so I asked her to think about that baby girl, that newborn baby girl. And I asked her why that baby girl is worthy of love. You know, I mean, she hasn't done anything to deserve it, right? I mean, all she does is eat and sleep and poop and coo occasionally. So why does that warrant love? You know, I mean, and also, I mean, I guess she screams sometimes too. And she, you know, poops all over the place. So why does she deserve love? (laughs) My client was incredulous. And she replied that her baby daughter was worthy of love just because she exists, just because she was born, just because she's a human being. Yep. Ding, ding, ding. Hit the nail on the head, right? I also asked my client if there was anything that her little grandbaby could do to change her love for her. And she replied emphatically, no, there's nothing she could do. We have this reaction to babies. But y'all, this applies to you too. There is nothing that you can do or say that will make you less worthy of love. Just like that baby girl, she is worthy of love simply because she exists. And that won't change in the next 60, 70, 80, 90 years. That baby girl will always be worthy of love simply because she exists. And so are you. So please, when you get angry and do or say things that you don't like or things that go against your personal moral code, choose to have compassion on yourself. Choose to love yourself. And now you're thinking, well, okay, that's all fine and dandy, but how do I do that? How do I climb out of this pit of self-loathing? So right now, y'all, you're at the bottom of this pit. It's cold, it's dank, it's dark, it's wet, and you're down there in self-loathing. You're thinking things like, I'm not worthy of love. I'm a terrible person. I don't deserve to be loved. I can't possibly love myself. You know, on and on and on and on, right? You're in that pit. And up there at the very top, that is where unconditional self-love lives. You can see up to the top, right? I mean, it's bright and it looks like it's so sunny up there and warm, but how the crap are you going to get up there? I mean, right now you may not even be believing that you deserve to be up there. So how are you going to get up there? You're going to have to build a ladder, right? You're going to have to climb out of that pit of despair. So let's take this thought, I'm not worthy of love, and let's build a ladder up to the top where you can love yourself, okay? So if you start down here at I'm not worthy of love, you're in the bottom of the pit. So you need to build that first rung of that ladder. So you're going to need to think a thought that feels 
just a little bit better, then I'm not worthy of love. So it's going to be something like, it's possible that I'm worthy of love. It's not all the way up to, you're not jumping from, I'm not worthy of love to, I can just completely love myself unconditionally because your brain's not going to want to make that leap. But this one, it's possible that I'm worthy of love. That's like, okay, that's something that I can believe, right? That's something that I can hold on to and I can believe that. So you think that thought and you think it over and over and over again and you practice believing it until you do believe it. And then once your brain accepts that thought and you really believe it, Then you go up one more rung of the ladder to another thought that feels even slightly better. Something like, I can become someone who is worthy of love, right? So if it's possible, then why not? So once you're believing that you can become someone who's worthy of love, to another thought that feels even better, something like, I am becoming someone who is worthy of love. So that one feels better than I can become someone who's worthy of love. And then you could go up another step to something like, I am worthy of love. And when you work your way up the ladder and you're believing that I am worthy of love, you're almost out of that pit, right? Then you've got to take it one more step to I am loved or I love myself. Something like that. You got to climb out of that pit. Y'all, that's how you climb out of the pit is that you have to start small. Take a baby step, just up one rung at a time. You can do that with other thoughts as well. I can't possibly love myself. It's possible that I could love myself. I can become someone who loves herself. I am becoming someone who loves myself. I love myself. I love myself completely. All right, you see how each rung of the ladder feels slightly better. And so you work on believing those one at a time as you climb up the ladder. Sometimes climbing up that ladder won't take very long. Other times it's going to take some time. So you stay on that ladder for as long as it takes. When you finally climb out of the pit of self-loathing, then you're going to find that you're not getting angry as often. And when you do get angry, it's less intense. I promise. So if you would like help putting these thoughts together, then I happen to know a gal who's been there and can help. All right, so go to theangerzone.com, click the blue mini session button, and we'll build these ladders together. And again, thank you so much for the ratings and the reviews and the follows. Please continue to do so. It really helps other people find this podcast and this work, and it just helps reduce the total amount of anger in the world, and you can all use that. Go ahead and follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Danica Coaching. Thanks, and we'll see you next week.